The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hey, and welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Fieren, and today's message is called, Who's Your Father? So let's get into a word of prayer. Father, we come before you in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you loved us while we were yet sinners. Lord, we thank you that you loved us and we were on your mind even before the world began because you ordained Jesus for us before the world began. And Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we appreciate Jesus. We appreciate your salvation. Lord, we thank you that you have made a way that each and every one of us could be adopted into your household of love. Father, as I share this message with your people today, Lord, use me, speak through me, help people to see the truth about who you are. Father, thank you for everything. Thank you that you chose us first. We love you and we receive this message in Jesus' name. Amen. So did you know that there are only two spiritual lords out there? One is the almighty God and the other one is the devil. And did you know that a person is either connected to the almighty God or they are connected to the devil? Now, someone will say, okay, but where is that in scripture? Well, if we go to the book of Genesis, you will see that when God made Adam and Eve, they were originally connected to him. The Bible says that they became speaking spirits like God. They had the power to create using their mouths. They were filled with love and they were so connected with the Almighty God that God spent time with them physically, face to face. Isn't that awesome? But here's the thing. When they sinned, when they did that one thing that the Lord told them not to do, and obviously we know Satan deceived Eve, The Bible says Adam wasn't deceived, but Eve was. When Satan deceived Eve and they both sinned, they got disconnected from the Almighty God and they got connected to the devil. They lost the glory that was on them. The Lord had to take them out that garden, not because he wanted to. It was because of the fact that they activated sin and the curse in the earth. So they were no longer connected to him, but they became connected to the devil. Now, I know um, a lot of people out there, especially in the world, you know, they believe that they are independent. You know, a lot don't even believe that God exists. Um, A lot of people don't even believe that Satan exists. You know, a lot of people just believe that they exist. And, you know, one day when they do pass away, they're going to cease to exist. But they're going to find out one day that that's not the truth. You know, some people believe in their other gods, And the way society is going these days, you know, people make up their own belief system all the time and they don't look at physical proof. They don't look at tangible proof. They don't look at science. You know, they just make up their own stuff as they go along and they expect everyone else to agree with what they believe. And, you know, when it comes to eternity, you cannot dictate about what you think is the truth. When a person dies, they are going to be faced with a spiritual reality. Because here's the thing, a lot of people like downplay the realm of the spirit. 
but the realm of the spirit where God lives, I mean, he is the one that created our physical realm. So I would have to say this, the realm of the spirit is more real than the natural realm because when this physical earth is done away with, the natural realm is still going to be existing. So yes, the natural realm is very much real. God is very much real. The devil is very much real. And here's the truth. A person is either connected to one or the other. A person cannot decide to cancel out God. I know the world is canceling a lot of good things. A lot. As a matter of fact, they're only trying to cancel good things. But when it comes to wicked things, they are supporting wickedness, left, right, and center. And what they're actually doing is supporting the devil, supporting his works. And if they do not make Jesus their Lord and Savior, they're going to come face to face with the devil the day that they pass away. Whether they die of old age, whether they die in a car wreck, whether they die from some sickness or disease or whatever, the minute they die, they're going to step over into eternity and they're going to be facing the devil and they are going to spend eternity in hell. And then they're going to realize that every choice that they made was a complete wrong one. Here's the truth. Like I mentioned right in the beginning, you know, you only get God and the devil. There's two spiritual lords. And us as human beings, we're not just human beings. We actually spirit beings. And each and every one of us is going to be living forever because we are actually spirit beings, but we're living in a physical body. So even after our physical bodies die, we step over into our chosen eternity. Yes, you can choose where you want to spend the rest of your life. You can choose to make Jesus your Lord and Savior right now, and you can really mean it with your heart. You can confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you get to spend eternity with the Father because Jesus is the only way to the Father. Or you can choose to reject Jesus for the rest of your life, and that is really your choice. But when the time comes, you will be spending eternity without him. You will be spending eternity in hell. Now, I already said that there are two spiritual lords. There's God, and then there's the devil. You get to choose where you want to spend your eternity. You choose what you believe. God is good, and everything that he stands for is good. The devil is bad. And everything the devil stands for is bad. And when people here on earth, when they do good, they are manifesting God because God is good. And all goodness comes from him and comes out of him. The people that go around manifesting evil are actually manifesting the devil. And the sad truth is they don't even know it. They don't even know that there is a thing called the devil and the devil's working against them 24-7 because the devil wants to overpopulate hell. Because the devil hates every single human being, whether they're good or whether they're bad, whether they serve him or whether they serve the Father. He hates every human being because he knows that God loves every human being. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do you see how God loves everyone? And there's scriptures in the word that says he makes the sun shine on the good and the evil. He sends rain on the good and the evil. He loves everyone. Everyone has got the exact same opportunity to make Jesus their Lord and Savior. And I promise you this, those that uh, keep rejecting Jesus, they keep rejecting the salvation message. One day they're going to stand before the judgment seat of God and they're going to say that they never heard the salvation message. And the Lord's going to show them all through their life how he was getting people to them how he put certain Christians in their lives over the years, how he gave them the right Christian friends, 
how he had people praying for them, how they saw certain posts on social media about the salvation of the Lord. And they're going to see in an instant how they just kept rejecting him, rejecting him, rejecting him, rejecting him. He doesn't want anyone to go to hell. That's why he sent his only begotten son. But those that keep rejecting him, those that keep doing wickedness, they will spend eternity without him. And it's not his fault. As a matter of fact, it's really going to hurt him. Because he loves each and every one of us. His desire is that everyone gets born again. Every single person. Now I know there's people throughout history that have been extremely wicked. But I know that my father was reaching out to them, reaching out to them, reaching out to them, sharing that salvation message with them. And one day all that stuff is going to come back and bite them. Because they are going to spend eternity without him. And they're going to see him for who he is. And he is love. And they're going to realize in a moment of time that he was always loving them, that he has always had their best interests at heart. He always wanted to be a father to them. And they're going to realize how they wasted their entire lives chasing wickedness. But did you know that there are also going to be Christians that are going to stay behind even when Jesus fetches the church? Jesus himself, in the Gospels, and you can look it up for yourself, Jesus in the Gospels spoke about his return. He gave like different parables explaining this, how certain Christians are going to go up and certain Christians are going to be left behind. He spoke of the ten virgins. They were all waiting for his return, but only five went with Jesus and five was left behind. He spoke about the fact that there's going to be two people in the field. One's going to be taken and the other's going to be left behind. Now, just because a person is a Christian, it doesn't mean they're going to go up in the rapture. Yes, if you're a Christian and you die right now, you will go to heaven. But concerning the rapture, there has to be a change that takes place in your life before the rapture happens. Your life has to start changing for the better. There has to be progress. You have to start cleaning yourself up. Because there are Christians right now that act worse than sinners. Isn't that the truth? I've met a lot of sinners so far in my life that act better than Christians. And when it comes to the churches, so much of the congregation wants to be in control. So much of the congregation goes around judging everyone. So much of the congregation wants to control the pastor. I've seen that countless times. I've seen people leave churches because they cannot get their way. They want to dictate. They want the pastor to do what they want the pastor to do. They want to change things. And when that doesn't happen for them, they storm out the church because they cannot get their way. Meantime, they are just a congregation member. That's all they are. They are there to learn. And they cannot learn if they're trying to control everything. How much adultery happens in a lot of churches? I remember hearing a story recently how this one lady in the United States, uh, she was a Christian, worked for a certain ministry, and she wanted to settle down. And she decided to put herself on a Christian dating site. Now there's the key word, Christian dating site. And she said most of the men that she spoke to, they all wanted sex with her on the first date. This is a Christian dating site. She actually told her pastor that she was scared that she might be raped. That's what's happening in the body of Christ. There are wicked people going to churches. I remember hearing this when I was young spiritually. Someone told me that even devils go to church. And in the beginning, I was like, what? But that's the truth. There are people going to church and they are still holding on to their wickedness. They're still holding on to their old ways. They're still holding on to their old habits of theirs. They're not changing. And when we get born again, there is a change that's supposed to be taking place. A continuous change. 
Look, no one is perfect. I don't claim to be perfect. I'm not perfect. But what I am saying is we're supposed to be striving to be perfect. We're supposed to be working toward it. That's supposed to be our end goal. And when I mention the word perfect, I'm talking about walking in love, acting in love, living the lifestyle of love. That should be our end goal. Now, I want to read something to you. This is in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Verse 6. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Do you see that God is light? Do you see how there's no darkness in him? Do you see that the only way we can have true fellowship with him is if we walk in the light? And that light is the love of God. Even when it comes to every single person that wants to preach the gospel, the key about preaching the gospel is to be a blessing to others, is to share the gospel with others. It's not about us. It's about the Father. It's about what he has done for us. It's about Jesus. It's about the fact that Jesus is the way to the Father. It's about his love toward us. It's about the fact that he wants to be our heavenly Father. He wants to have that intimate relationship with each and every one of us. But sadly, I've seen so much people that step into ministry, and it's all about them. It's all about their pride. It's all about them posing with fancy suits. It's all about them going around, making people call them by their title. When does it become about him? And I'm honest with you, you know, those people that go around with that pride, carrying that pride and making ministry all about them and having people recognize them as apostles or prophets or evangelists, they're going to get their reward and it's going to be here on earth. But stuff like that can hold them back from having an intimate relationship with them. This is why Jesus said when he comes back, is he going to find faith? Is he going to find people whose lives have changed? Because he is coming back for a church without blemish and without spot. He's coming back for those church members. Like we already know that the world in general is in a very bad place. We already know that a lot of people are on their way to hell and they don't even know it. And if you want to see that for yourself, just turn on the news. Look who everyone supports. Because people that can't even tell the difference between righteousness and unrighteousness, you can just imagine what their beliefs are. It's sad but true. Now, when we look in the church, in the body of Christ, how many people are actually going to be going up when Jesus fetches us? Because when Jesus gave us that parable of the ten virgins, he was basically giving us a percentage. 50% of the church is going up, 50% is staying behind. And once again, if you don't believe that, just look around you. Look around in different churches. Growing up spiritually, I've heard so many stories of how people who are just congregation members got into big arguments with different leaders of different ministries, trying to change them. And I'm thinking, dude, you need to learn to submit. How many times have I seen Christians fight about politics, supporting the wrong people? And how do you know they're wrong? Just listen to what these politicians support. You can easily see that it's the wrong candidate. So what am I saying? I'm saying that... There are only two spiritual lords. There's only good and evil. And you get to decide where you are spending eternity. If you have made that choice to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, there needs to be a change that takes place in your life. And yes, it doesn't happen overnight, but it starts happening and it progresses. And this year, you should be walking closer with the Father than you did last year. And next year, you should be walking even closer with Him. This year, you should be walking in more love than you did last year. Next year, you should be on an even greater level. 
there should be a progression. And when there's a progression in your life, you are going to be affecting those around you. Because not only are you going to be a testimony, but you will end up helping those around you get to a greater level in him. I want to end off by saying this, you know, when two people get married, they grow up into each other. And most of the time, like right in the beginning, there's a lot of arguments, there's a lot of fights because, you know, it's two people's lives coming together. And, you know, when they're single, they live selfishly. They only look out for number one. They look out for themselves. But when a person meets someone, their lives start changing and they start including their partner. And it comes to the point where they are looking out for their partner. And after that, they go out of their way to be a blessing to their partner. So there has to be a progression. You have to grow up into your partner. Every year should be getting better and better and better. And the same thing is true with our Heavenly Father. We are supposed to be growing up into Him. We are supposed to become more and more like Him in the way we speak, in the way that we act, in the things that we do. I hope this message blessed you. And I hope that you are going to make better choices in your life. I hope that you're going to make certain changes that pulls you closer to the Father. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.